for like the fifth time. <laughs> I said, here we go. We're going to start the podcast now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode six. Of six. One? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I do this every every week. I should know. I don't know. <laughs> We're on six because the last one was five. Oh, wow. Is that how that works? Man, so you can't spell, but you can do a little bit of math. So... Is that, is that how five to six. he can plus one <laughs> he can plus one well um thank you guys for you know tuning back in and checking us out you know we're still here hopefully y'all are too it's been a great week how are you guys i'm adam and i am joined by <laughs> ryan <laughs> <laughs> okay fine i'll introduce okay this is adam and i am joined by Ryan and Charlie. And we are blown to bits. Goodbye. <laughs> That's it. Good night. <laughs> I like video games. I'm sorry. I'm having a rough week. To know. Everybody, I'm sorry. I'm having a really rough week. I'm quitting like all all forms of nicotine. So my entire body just fucking hates me right now. And I'm really miserable, but we're gonna make this happen. Um I am in a at a in a good mood at least you know I, I got to play some new video games this week uh we had a hat in time came out and ryan was really wanting to play that so i finally played it myself you know because he was saying it looked good and it is extremely good have you played it yet ryan no i didn't even know you got it till like right before this uh we started recording yeah um i'll have to send you the link um, is it like mario sunshine like i predicted no it's more like mario um like Super Mario Galaxy. Okay. But it is, I mean, those have similar themes. You know what I mean? Like Mario Sunshine and Mario Galaxy, they have similar controls and things like that. Mm -hmm. But it, to me, it feels more like Galaxy because there's actual like little planets you go to and you're in a spaceship and each planet has its own little world and different uh, stuff to collect. It's pretty cool. Okay. I'll definitely check it out. It's really, really pretty though. Um, you know, but one yeah, thing so I, I did check out. What? risk of rain yeah and you have not stopped about that game <laughs> i love like, it so much it's been about two years i've been trying to get ryan to play risk of rain and he finally decided to play it on just on a whim i guess was it no it went on sale on steam for it was uh like 250 but i ended up getting like four copies of it for seven bucks there you go but yeah, I, I don't know. Tell us why. So I was like, oh, I might as well. It's just jump change. Why is, why is Risk of Rain so good, Charlie? <laughs> well, there's just so much you can do. There's so many different characters and so many different uh, play strategies that can, you can use. So, I mean, there's something for everybody out there. Plus, it's always different because it always changes every new game that you play. Yeah, you know, I used to think it was randomized. I, I thought it was, and then I had to I, I paid real close attention. It's actually not. There's just different variations of each level, but it is the orders randomized, I guess, on each stage. Mm -hmm. You yeah, know, you, you could start some trends and whatnot, but yeah, like a roguelike, it's pretty cool. And it has I love it. the best soundtrack on any game yes. I've ever heard. It is pretty incredible. Um, that guy just... You can tell that when he made the, the music for that game, he was very inspired by the feeling that the artist was going for, you know, in the art direction. Mm -hmm. 
Well, the cool thing about that game was there's only three people that actually worked on it. Mm-hmm. And Same for this next one. Mm-hmm. So I bet, you know, the guy that did the soundtrack, he was in there in the studio, you know, helping him out. So he actually got that hands-on feeling and a lot of communication on what they wanted. Yeah, it seems like these guys really had a unified direction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you don't see that very often, especially in indie games. You can oftentimes see where, you know, one person might have wanted to go this way and another person wanted to do this. And it kind of, it can be messy at times. Like, I think Warframe is a good example of that, but it it still works in Warframe. It's fun. But Warframe is a mess of a ton of different ideas that kind of just got smashed together and happened to work. You know, Risk of Rain had a real consolidated vision where like the music, the art, the gameplay, everything felt it felt like it was one person doing it, not three, you know. Yeah, definitely. It's so much easier to do that when you have a smaller crew as well, as opposed to like 60 to 100 people just spread out all, all over the place. Yeah, I mean, yeah, two I guys just side by side and you're like, oh, what about this? I mean, <laughs> the communication is just so easy. <laughs> nah bro don't do that that fucking sucks it's like okay <laughs> um okay so real quick i just want to i want to do this real quick just knock it out of the way uh we have two voicemails this week so uh the first one i'm going to play is from daniel crawford and abilene texas and he would like to say hey guys uh that's a nice little voicemail you got there nobody gives a damn about your opinion i like it um anyways my uh my question is uh, have y'all had any experience with the NVIDIA Shield? And if you have, if you've played it, how is the gameplay on it? Would you play games on it, or do you think it's just for entertainment? And also, I know you have gaming PCs. Tell me about the uh, the hardware that y'all have. Y'all have cool video cards or two monitors, you know, cool stuff like that. All right. Y'all have fun. All right, bye. Okay, so he had a couple questions. We said a question, Daniel. Thanks, fucker. Um, but he had a couple questions. So, um, do am I the only person in here that owns an Nvidia Shield? I don't even know what an Nvidia Shield is. I have a laptop, not a gaming rig, so I'm not okay. a PC guy. Well, an NVIDIA Shield is basically NVIDIA's version of a streaming box. It's just a little box you buy that comes with a controller. It looks, you know, kind of like an Xbox controller. Mm-hmm. runs on Android, and um, you can put, like, Netflix. It can do 4K. It can do everything. They're, like, uh, I think they're $299 for the one I have. Um, but they can also play high-end Android games, and they can stream games from your PC to the NVIDIA Shield, which is pretty nice. Um, so I'll go ahead and tell you right now, Daniel, if you're looking for just a streaming box, you can get off a lot cheaper buying something else. Uh, but if you're like me and you were specifically asking about the games, um, the games, especially some of the high end Android games that are starting to come out, look freaking amazing on this thing and they control great. I do use it to play games occasionally. I mostly use it to stream games from my PC to the, t- uh, the TV in my room when I, you know, am in the mood to play in my room. Um, See, that's why I don't have a shield because I absolutely abhor mobile games. Uh, there's there's a couple of really good ones I'll have to show you that have come out recently, Ryan, that are on the shield. 
because the mm-hmm. shield only supports very select games like it has like star wars knights of the old republic you know stuff like that um there's a few really good ones that are on it though that i'll have to show you uh pc gaming setup wise um i'm not running anything super duper fancy it does look pretty cool i've, I've got some good leds going on it um uh, thanks to a buddy of mine, Clay, that gave me a, a cool case. But all I'm running is the NVIDIA 1060. I've still just got a Core i5, and my video card's the NVIDIA uh, 1060, which is a really good card. I'm not going to lie. I can play most games at 2K, and I do have a 4K monitor, but I'm just a single monitor guy right now. What about you, Ryan? Um, I don't remember. We <laughs> 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 have two computer screens. I'm looking back on the timeline of me talking and it's so consistent. Like the whole sound bite is just so consistent. And then I'm like, what about you, Ryan? And then it's like a break and it's, oh no, (laughs) nothing. Well, I've got your old graphics card. Which one is it? 960. I've got a 960 (laughs) in a case. That's a big number. Ryan is new. He's new to PC. 16 gigs of RAM and it's white. And there's a fan going, and That's underneath a- that fan is a Ryzen 7-ish. Welcome to Tech Specs with Ryan, <laughs> with the most accurate information on this side of the universe. And the gaming motherboard from Amazon. That wasn't, you didn't do too bad. You, you got a pretty good description in there. I got so- a Corsair Power Brick. What? <laughs> what kind of mouse do you have there, buddy? Uh, Logitech. No, it's a razor. It's a razor death adder. Ah, there you go. And a Corsair that's, keyboard. That's not too dissimilar from my setup. I've I've got the razor. Um, let me see. What is the Black Widow Chroma for a keyboard? Wanna, and then I've got the Naga. I want to switch keyboards because i don't like having two different brands it makes me feel weird it does feel a bit strange especially since if you get a chroma mouse and a chroma keyboard from razor they can you know interact mm-hmm. with things and i'll tell you right now the razor chroma keyboards do some cool shit when you're playing video games yeah that's like my monitors are different sizes and i don't like that either that wouldn't bother me quite as much it just kind of depends, you know, but well, yours are vastly different sizes. Well, I've got a 32 inch Phillips, which has like the 60 megahertz refresh rate, mm-hmm. which uh, is my off uh, monitor that I mainly use for the internet and uh, guides and stuff like that and communication. And then I've got my gaming one, which is one I bought from you, the Omen. I think it's a 20, 25. Yeah, 25-inch, but it's got the 144 megahertz refresh rate, which is it's so just much hertz. better. Just hurts. Just, just, yeah, you're killing everybody out there that does techie <laughs> stuff. They're all just dying on the inside. <laughs> oh, why don't they have megahertz? It's, it, it's I want hertz the mega donut. version. <laughs> Give me one megahertz. megahertz, please. Thank you. Can I have one megahertz donut, please? <laughs> Okay, so Charlie's kind of left out on this topic because he doesn't do gaming PC stuff. He does play video games a lot. Trust, that's why we have him here. Most definitely. Yes, but um, so actually, this is funny because this next voicemail was directed towards you, Charlie. So let's go ahead and have a listen and see if you can answer it. Oh, gosh. 
Yes, this message is for the Doom Cabbage, the wizard himself of pizza, Charles Savage. Yes, I was wondering, what is the worst of all possible video game realities? Thanks, your friend in kind, Archie Hamilton. Oh, Archie, Archie, Archie. I know this guy kind of kind of decently. Um, I would have to say the worst universe to live in might have to be the Mortal Kombat universe. Because that would fucking suck. It would, because like we live in the Earth realm right now, and so it's totally possible for this this other other realm to exist. And you know, I I'd, I don't think I would survive very well with Goro and Shao Kahn and Lord knows all those other characters out there just aiming for my spinal cord. Well, see, and those are the serious, like the mean characters in in the Mortal Kombat universe. Could you imagine what just like the miscreants are? You know what I mean? Like what they do to you. It's like they don't fatality you. They just like hold you down and shit in your nose. Like <laughs> looking at you, reptile. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, Mortal Kombat would suck pretty bad. Um, I'd have to say that Dante's Inferno, since that's a video game now. Right? That was a pretty awful uh universe i mean if you look at hell in that game the way that they depicted it from the description of the book and everything was pretty nasty man like that one area where you're trying to climb up this tower and these blades are spinning and it's just raking people's faces off that are like pushing through the side of the wall like a fucking cheese grater <laughs> like i was just like oh my god i'm supposed to pay attention to platforming but i just hear people screaming because their faces are getting peeled off <laughs> that game was brutal what about you ryan uh i would say the clash of clans universe <laughs> what that would be hilarious <laughs> no because you spend all this time and effort building your little castle and raising your little men to be good little soldiers and someone comes along while you're asleep and knocks it all down and steals all your stuff. So you got to do it all over again every day, all day. Don't Somebody sleep. with thousands of dollars pays for their castle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's people out there that have spent thousands on that game, dude. Dude, I met someone that spent $10,000 on that game. Dude, screw that. Like, I would have punched that guy in the face. Seriously. And it's not like you even get a return on it either. Mm. It's like you don't you're not making money off of yeah. putting ten thousand dollars into this game. No. I mean you I'm, just get the satisfaction, I guess, of squashing someone that didn't spend as much money as you. It's like, not worth ten thousand dollars. I mean, when it first came out, I played it for almost two years and I, I put about sixty dollars into it. That's but, that's understandable. Yeah, it's just to the point where you hit a paywall. I mean, you you played a game for two years. Sixty dollars is completely understandable. Mm -hmm. You know, I I think that's actually on the low side nowadays. Yeah, it is very low. That's why I hate mobile games. Um, funny that you brought that up. Hold on, let me pull it up real quick. I ran a poll in our Facebook group. Uh, Charlie voted on it earlier today. Uh, I just put microtransactions question mark, and the answers that I provided were not at all. Rate my wallet or only for cosmetic items. And um, can you guess what won by a landslide, Ryan? Only cosmetic items. Yes, by a landslide. Like, and if I would have asked this question, I think two years ago, I think it would have been completely different. I think everybody would have said not at all. Mm -hmm. People, I mean, when it was introduced, 
nobody really knew how to handle it or really monetize it the right way. And it's just kind of been a trial and error. I mean, just look at EA and their history with it and how they're trying EA, to learn from their mistakes. I think EA has built more from their mistakes than any other company out there. Yeah, definitely. They're, they're the ones trying to, I mean, they have the biggest audience, so they have the most to lose and the most data to work with. So, I mean, even with their newer games now having like no uh, season passes and now microtransactions are just cosmetic compared to, you know, Star Wars <laughs> Battlefront where it was immediately just pay to win. Yeah, you could just buy cards and just wreck shit, you know, mm-hmm. like it was it was absurd. Now, see, another thing that I like to think about, and I, I'm pretty sure this is going to get Charlie right here, was you had these indie games that would come out and you'd only pay like, what, 20, maybe 30 bucks for the indie game. And then you would be able to uh, buy cosmetic items, maybe even some small gameplay affecting items, but usually just cosmetic stuff. So a game that really comes to mind when I, when I think of this would be Rocket League. I love I love seeing people that I'm playing with on Rocket League with like all these super fancy items like just purely cosmetic but um I just love seeing like or love playing against people that I know that they've shelled out like so much money um just to just to look nice on this game and I still win so it's just like <laughs> hey man I've I've maybe put 10 dollars into this game I'm still whooping you. So is that just like you giving like them a big middle finger? Like that's why you enjoy it? Yeah, more or less. Like it's like it's I I don't mind putting money towards a game that I thoroughly enjoy, especially if I haven't put any money towards it in the first place because I got it when it was free on the PlayStation Plus. Um, but it's just it's it's silly for for me to to want to put money towards something just so I can look fancier than the next guy. I'm not I'm not that big on the competition um like a PVP competition just to look nice. I don't know. I don't know. I do in some games I do like to to have the cosmetics. I like looking fancy. I'll yeah. wear a tuxedo t-shirt every now and then. So I mean, some games like Warframe that we do uh play pretty frequently, the cosmetic stuff was a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. I spent a little bit of platinum on that. Yeah, a I did too. A bit of platinum. I did too, and I, I also spent money on Fantasy Star Online too. Um, I spent some money on there just to look kind of decent and you know kind of have my own unique style and everything. And that's kind of where I think that it lies. Is I can understand people saying you know no, not at all. You know the there's no microtransactions that should be in any video games, and then some people saying, you know, yes, microtransactions in video games as long as they're cosmetic. Very rarely do you see anyone say, you know, I just want you know any sort of microtransaction. With the Fortnite and like the season pass, is it purely cosmetic? Because yes, because I know my my son he gets the the season pass every month. The battle works. pass thing or whatever they do. Yeah. Dude, he, he gets all the way to level 100. Oh, I'm not surprised. Kids, kids are crazy about that game. Yeah. I, I, we've talked about it. I'm, I'm not you know down with it. But that does kind of beg to the question is I don't really think the question is as black and white as a lot of people want it to be. 
there's a lot of really angry people out there that want zero microtransactions because of how poorly they've been handled in the past. And I, I can totally understand that answer. But I don't think it's so black and white, you know, just how we have like, yes, but just cosmetic items kind of idea, you know. Well, a lot of times I don't want microtransactions because I'm poor and I can't yeah. afford them. It makes you feel Ooh. real bad, right? It's like, let me get this another way. I'll work very, very hard. Please. I kind of almost want them in certain types of games. When you look at stuff like Terra or Warframe, those free-to-play titles, you know, I I think if they didn't have microtransactions for cool cosmetic items and things like that, that it would the game wouldn't be there. You know what I mean? And you know, for me to be able to play it for free and just buy a little bit of what I want, you know, because I don't want everything in that game. There's there's some of the stuff is ugly as shit to me. You know. But they should do it like Warframe, where if you want to, you can still grind for it. You don't have to like you don't have to pay real money just for this item. Like you can there go are grind a few for things though, and, and not if it's gameplay affecting. But there are a few cosmetic items in Warframe that you do have to pay money for. Like you, you have cannot. to pay money for them because somebody else designed them. That's not affiliated with Warframe. So well, that money, all, there are other ones, though. Some of the Sindanas and stuff can only be purchased with Platinum. Those are all designed by, like, people that aren't developers. No, the ones that are designed by people that aren't developers are only purchasable by Steam, like, wallet cash. Those are the ones that say, like, $6.99 or $0.99. Cents, but there's some of the Sindanas and stuff like that that are only you can only get with Platinum. But I guess you could argue at the point that you could grind out platinum in game. Like you can make mm -hmm. the real money currency, I guess, and buy them. Yeah. There's, there's definitely a way to not show out real money in Warframe. Like they did that right. But where there's some games where you have to pay money, such as every mobile game ever. Yeah. Dude, there, I'm, I'm having such a hard time finding a mobile game that you just can't get away from that. You know what I mean? There, there are none because it doesn't exist. Yeah, I and did. If it's not if it's not you have to pay for gems or you know in-game money, then you're limited by energy, which you only get every 24 hours. But that, you can buy more energy with real money. The energy systems are what really piss me off. That's my number one peeve. I think with any mobile mm -hmm. game, like I, I just downloaded like a, a Sim City for mobile. And I spent four days playing it and had like three houses because I had to wait for the time limit. <laughs> so you just gave up? Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to sit around and wait. Yeah. If, if they're going to make you wait to play a game that you really want to play, and if you don't want to put money towards it, then you're just not going to play the game. It kind of seems counterintuitive for me, but, you know, the model works, which is unfortunate. It is really unfortunate. People keep buying into this shit. Like they just keep doing it. And it's not even gamers that do it. it it's just your average, you know, mom or gamer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I see my girlfriend, you know, sit on the couch and, you know, when she's bored, she'll just pull out her phone and play a game. And she's not, you know, a gamer at all. It's just, it's for the average person and they don't realize how much money they're actually sinking in. To these games it's an intelligent design i mean i know it's made tons and tons of money but you know it's there's a certain point to where you can make money in a shitty way and then it's eventually going to catch up to you you know mm -hmm. 
it's getting just like EA. It, it happened to EA. It caught up to them, you know, really hard. Real bad. But then there's the real gamers, which are like overusing the phrase pay to win with like, what were you talking about? Black sales online? Or no, that was a Black was Desert online. Black, Black Desert. Yeah. Black sales is a, it's a show, isn't it? Yeah, it's and actually a really good show. Yes. Very good pirate show. You should watch it. <laughs> but it explain what you were explaining to me earlier. Um, well, Black Desert recently did like a remaster and they did change. There are some items that can affect your gameplay in certain ways that can be purchased with real money in that game. But and a lot of people are just they're just berating the game on Steam right now. They're just barraging it with, you know, horrible, horrible reviews, like pissed off, changing their reviews to negative, all this kind of shit. Just because there are, there are some items like that. And I'm I'm sitting here, you know, at first I was like, okay, I just went with the flow. I was like, okay, the game's shitty now. I didn't even see for myself and I logged in and took a look through the store. It wasn't even that bad. Like it was just like XP boosts and like some extra slots for people to work, you know, workers and stuff, which can be important in late game. But my whole, I, my whole thing on it was I think people just throw that term out there, like the whole pay to win term now because they have such a sour taste in their mouth and they don't actually take a look and see if that game is actually pay to win you know like they'll just be like oh that game's pay to win because i mean with black desert you pay what 10 bucks is mm-hmm. it yeah yep. it's 10 dollars for the game and there's no, no subscription yeah it's like who cares if you so you pay 10 dollars for your game that is and, and honestly you've seen the game ryan like it looks like a 60 dollar game like it is amazing looking you know, yeah. I and, feel bad for them because with all these negative reviews, like what happens when you know the community decides to turn on a game, especially like an MMO, and everybody just stops playing it after they yeah. spent years developing it? Like, what do they do? They just turn the servers off and count their just losses. Give up. I guess they're just done. Yeah, I don't know, That's but suck. That does suck. And I'd hate to I hate to end on that note, but that is about all we've got time for today. <laughs> <laughs> let me You're just not, but that's it. <laughs> let me just ruin your fucking day. <laughs> Before we go, we need to give a shout out to Daniel, uh, our first Patreon subscriber. Yes. So Daniel Thank you so much. Daniel yeah. Man. We really appreciate you. Uh, we're going to be getting some of that video content out here pretty soon. So keep an eye on the Patreon. Um, I don't know if that's why you subscribe, but that is part of uh, the perk. You know, so you're going to get video content two weeks before anybody else does. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you so much, dude. We, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, thank you everybody for tuning in here pretty soon. We're going to have a website up, so you'll be able to go to the website and it'll kind of be a portal to our Patreon, to our anchor iTunes, everything will be right there. It'll be really easy to find everything. Um, and in in the meantime, uh, blown to bits now has a Twitter that you can follow. It's at blown to bits PC or podcast. That's blown to bits. Not the number two. T O T O. Yeah, I had to say that for Ryan because he got he's like change the implement. It's confusing. Well, yeah. you you made a picture that said blown two with the letter two bits, and then all of our sites are T O. Yeah, I can see it. Um, also, you can call us if you want to leave a voicemail to have a chance to have it featured. Um, ask us a question. Tell us how much we suck. The phone number is three two five two six one nine zero seven seven. That's 
325-261-9077. And we love you all. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Can I say it? Bye.